The following program is paid for by Channel Mom Media. The show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom. My name is Jenny, and I'm a mom, but I once lived a more glamorous life as a TV reporter. I was on the nightly news interviewing pop stars and politicians. So when I left TV to become a full-time mother, I quickly found out what we moms are up against. Our world glorifies the rich and famous. For what? I say let's honor the moms who are raising this world's next generation. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. We do if it wasn't Hey, everybody. That was the fastest everybody I've ever said in my life. It's Jenny, Channel Mom, and we are here for you. And I'm super excited about today's show because we kind of have a treat for you today. It's a guest that many of you know. He's got some answers for your biggest life questions in the new year. But first, there's this. I know Christmas is over, but I wanted to share my new favorite Christmas song with you. Uh, I cry every time Christmas is over, but I I just want to share this song. It is. I love it. Do you love it, Kelly? It's such a good Christmas song. Here we go. Train, rock and roll band Train, and their version of Joy to the World. I found it a couple days before Christmas, and I was over the moon about it and kept playing it over and over for my family. Anyway, kind of a cool song. Makes Christmas really cool. Kind of, don't you think, Kel? Yeah, all righty. So let's get to the most important thing. First of all, I hope that uh, you're looking forward to the new year. I know last year was a hard year for me. I went through some health struggles, and and at some point I'll probably talk about that on the air, but went through some stuff and uh, really some transformational things and kind of a new spiritual approach for me. And I mean, I'm not, I'm not like a Buddhist now or anything, just a new Christian spiritual approach. And I thought that Dr. Egerich, who is our guest today, could be a huge help to moms trying to transition from one year to another, wanting to be hopeful, wanting to plan, wanting to make the right decisions, wanting to have a new lease on life with God. And I really believe that Dr. Egerich not only is an inspiration and a best-selling author and very well known for what he's done for marriage and relationships through love and respect, but uh, he's got a new book that I think moms can get some real sustenance from when it comes to making decisions in their lives. The book is called The Four Wills of God, and that maybe can sound a little limiting or legalistic, but it's not at all. He would tell you it's all about the freedom of of trying to to discover the way in which you can approach God to uh, see the will of him in your life, and uh, I know it's going to be a blessing to you. So... With no further ado, we're going to bring Dr. Emerson Egerich onto Channel Mom, an old friend. We haven't had him on for a while, but welcome back, Dr. Egerich. Thank you, Jenny. Appreciate that introduction. Oh, you're welcome. I, I, sometimes I, I go even, I even wax poetic more with you. I maybe held back a little bit today just not to give you a big head. Sorry about that. <laughs> well, I'm, uh, I'm great, grateful for you causing me to be humble. Oh, yeah, exactly. See, that's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> All right, so you, you've got these fabulous questions in your PR stuff. So, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kind of lay the groundwork for what you're going to talk about today. Um, you, you say, how do, how do we find God's will for life's big decisions? What 
what should we do about things like issues with our children? Should we take a new job? Should we quit a job? Should we begin or end a relationship? Is it time to move or to plant roots? I mean, all of these kinds of things are answers that moms are seeking and may be seeking in the new year. So you thought, I am going to give people a roadmap to decision-making based on what you've discovered biblically. I mean, you were a pastor after all. You studied the, the Bible through and through, and, and you came upon these four wills of God. So I want you to lay the groundwork, first of all, about why any any mom out there could use this, how it can it can be um, kind of a template for her to lay over a, a decision for the new year or for her life for the new year, uh, the, finding these four wills. What did you do to find them? Well, that's an excellent question, and I think, you know, most of the mothers listening, you know, the women that I've met just long to do God's will. They want to, every day, Lord, what do you want me to do? How do I do this? I mean, uh, there's such a tenderness out there among so many mothers in particular, and they're praying for their kids. They're, they just want to do what God wants them to do. They want their children to respond to God's will. But I think the backstory in this book called The Four Wills, I pastored, as you pointed out, for uh, 20 years. I was a senior pastor of the church. I was uh, called to study the Bible 30 hours a week. That was the uh, philosophy of ministry for me, and so I was privileged to look at Scripture, and uniquely in the New Testament are four passages that say, this is the will of God. Yeah. And I always point out there's more to the will of God than these four passages, but they're highlighted in gold almost. It's it's extraordinary. They're unparalleled, and it, it, it most of us who study the Scriptures know these. They, 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 they stand out, and it's kind of like, why would the Lord identify His will specifically? with these four. And uh, one of the things I've done over 40 years of ministry is I've sat down with people who want to know God's will. And I, I point out, well, here are four wills that have encouraged myself, my wife, Sarah. We've sought to respond to these four wills. In fact, I believe that when I follow these four wills, it triggers my experience of his unique will. I kind of have an expression, do these four universal wills of God and we're not going to do them perfectly, and there's more to his will than these four, but it's kind of like I say, start here. Do these four, and let's see if the Lord doesn't begin to respond to you uniquely. You know, John, in his epistles, 1 John three twenty one and 22, says, Beloved, if our heart does not condemn us, we have confidence before God, and whatever we ask, we receive from him, because we keep his commandments and do the things that are pleasing in his sight. Okay, so can, can I interrupt you? Oh, I know you want to say another word. I'm going to interrupt no, you quickly. Because I think both in the secular world and in the Christian world that, that is all about following Jesus, that, that we come at the will of God and assume a couple of things. First of all, I think it's amazing that you found only four places in the New Testament that specifically said, and this is the will of God. But I think we think that what Jesus said was, love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. That surely must be the will of God. Or skipping back to the Old Testament, we think it's the Ten Commandments. Hello, it's the Ten Commandments. So, so how, do, how do we extract these four as as unique when other folks might be um, thinking of all those others? Well, certainly Jesus himself said in John 6, 40, this is the will of my Father, that everyone who beholds the Son and believes in him will have eternal life, and I myself will raise him up on the last day. Mm -hmm. In other words, it is the will of God, and I was not raised in the church, nor my mom, dad. I mean, we all came to Christ later in life. We placed our faith in Jesus Christ, and Christ himself said, this is the Father's will that you believe in me. Yeah. Now, to your point, yeah, we have the Ten Commandments, we have the Sermon on the Mount, 
we have all of these scriptures, love God with all your heart and soul and mind. These passages that I highlight don't exclude the other. But as I say, when people say, hey, there's more to the will of God than these four, I say, absolutely. But I say, hey, it's kind of like a map that says, start here. And I I, I can only say for myself, I know this, if I ignore these four, I'll ignore the rest. That's one of the points I make. If I ignore these four, I will rationalize. And you know what rationalize means? Rationalize. I will rationalize against following uh, the other components. At the same time, there's tremendous liberty that I've found. I say to people who are wanting to know God's will, I want to know God's will. This mother who's, I want to know God's will. Well, one of the things I share with you, you can do God's will. Paul says in 1 Thessalonians 5.18, in everything give thanks, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. There were many times Sarah and I were struggling with our parenting, and we would stop, and we'd say, Lord, we don't know what to do with this child right now. I had my Ph.D. in in family, and, and I did my dissertation on effective fathering, and Sarah said, what should you say to these kids? I said, I have no idea. She said, you got your PhD. I said, I don't know what to do with them. Yeah. And so we would stop and give thanks, because that put us in the center of God's will. We would say, Lord, we thank you for this test. We thank you for this trial. We thank you that we don't have the wisdom. We thank you for this moment. Uh, we just give this over to you. We thank you that you hear us. We need you. We thank you that you want us to need you. I mean, we then entered in to the will of God at that moment. I wasn't missing his will. I was doing his will. How can you miss his will when you're doing his will? Now, there's more to it than that. I yeah. still needed wisdom and on how to deal with these adolescents. Yeah. But at least it, it liberated me a little bit. But also, I believe this, that when I acted and when Sarah and I acted on giving thanks when we didn't want to, that triggered God's response to us, and he would give us wisdom. He would respond to us personally and uniquely. And I found over the years that when people act on these four, things begin to happen. Yeah. And I talk about it with story after story after story in the book. When people acted on these four, coincidences begin to happen. Yeah, you gave you give uh, many examples which are lovely. Um, I think one of the first ones is a guy named Sam, or maybe it's... Yeah. Um, But but I want to say this to the average mom listening right now. You're brilliant, Dr. E. I'm a fan. You you could be people incredible advice that saves relationships and saves lives and saves families. So so I don't want to discount that. What I want to do now is say to the average mom, look, this wasn't a tease. And and now we're just going to kind of talk about is it the Ten Commandments or is it these four wills? That's not where we're going. He really does lay out four wills that, that you can look at and say, okay, if I if I have a decision to make about my child or about a new job or just about how I'm going to approach the new year, these are four things I can look to that are directives in the New Testament from God. You have asked me, and and you're my friend, so I'm respecting that. Let's not go through every single one because it's just too much to handle in 25 minutes. But but you do lay out four. Are you willing to at least say, these are the four verses that I extracted, this is the will of God, and now let's focus on one of them. You've already talked about the Thanksgiving piece, and I love that. If we rest on the Thanksgiving piece for the rest of the show, that would be great. Because this morning, doctor, I woke up and I've been through a lot of health stuff lately. And I got down on my knees and I thanked God for my health struggles. Because Lord knows he is doing so much in me to um, make me more like Christ in my struggle. And, and I have to thank him for that. So th- that's a great principle for a mom to learn. So would you at least be willing, before we go to break, to lay out kind of why you came up with four and, and maybe just like a little tease of, of, of what they are. And then we can just concentrate on one of them. Well, I didn't come up with them. I saw them. They were there before. <laughs> okay, right on. Right. They'll be there after. But I think, too, you just illustrated beautifully, Jenny, 
that many of us have a sensitivity to the Spirit of Christ, and we don't want to miss His will. Many who are listening have that tremendous Christ consciousness, and they're fearful and anxious, and they're, they're paralyzed a little bit sometimes. I'm going to miss God's will. I'm going to miss His will. Yeah. But when you got down on your knees and you gave thanks, you were doing His will. You were bringing Him pleasure. Mm-hmm. You touched the heart of God. Now, maybe the health issue isn't going to receive an answer. He's not going to say something to you. But you were touching the heart of Christ. And I, I want people to know, first of all, it's less sometimes about discovering God's will, and it's more about simply doing His will. Mm-hmm. And once I realized that, it was tremendously liberating to me. You can look back on that moment this morning when you got down on your knees and you pleased your Heavenly Father. You touched the heart of God. And I'll tell you this, He's not going to ignore that, Jenny. And I want your readers to know that's where you begin. Start acting on that. And let's see then what the Lord would do. Some of us are coming with our petitions too quick. Lord, what should I do, Lord? What should I do about this health? No, let's back up for a moment and let's give thanks. Even though we don't understand why this has happened, and it might feel difficult to do this, let's act on His will because He's your Heavenly Father who loves you and is for you. And let's see what begins to happen over the next so many weeks on the heels of you acting on the universal will of God. Let's see if that activates and triggers His unique and personal response to you. Over the years, I've just seen our Heavenly Father respond to this. Yeah. He loves us. Yeah, I know, I, and I love it. And so he does lay out four wills, uh, just so you know, and one of them is that we are to give thanks in all things, in all things. And man, is it a beautiful practice to do. It changed my view this morning on, on the things that I've been dealing with. Just changed it immediately to come to God and say, thank you, because I know you're up to something good, because I trust you. So so I love that. I do want to let you know that, um, you know, Channel Mom does a lot of ministry. We do it in, in the airways because we want to bless every mom and let her know how important she is and give her advice and help. But we also do it on the ground, and we help moms in homes and churches. And recently, in the last year, we've established a ministry in the prisons and a ministry to homeless shelters and helping moms get out of the homelessness thing, get out of that cycle so they cannot pass it on to their children. So today, I just want you to know, for two new sponsors, we're looking for two new sponsors, one for our, well, you can, you can choose either one. One for our home stretch program, which is to help a mom transition out, transition out of homelessness, which will also help her child. And then one for a mom transitioning or not transitioning, but, but in prison who needs encouragement to not give up on her parenting. It's just $15 for the mom in prison and just $20 for the mom transitioning out of homelessness. Just one call. You can either elect to do it one time or you can elect to become a monthly contributor. Just $20 for a mom coming out of homelessness and the uh, 15 for the mom in prison. And you will get the gift of Dr. Emerson's book if you do that. You will get his book if you call in to become a new sponsor. 303-873-1935. 303-873-1935. Please call. We'd be so blessed by it and so would those mamas. We'll be right back with Dr. Emerson Eggerich, the love and respect doctor. We'll be back soon. of the Life Center is simple. Transforming communities, period. Located just south of downtown Littleton, the Life Center meets immediate needs, provides opportunities for development, and shares the hope and truth found only in Jesus. Whether you need help putting food on the table, or reaching your goals by learning English, or finishing your GED, find out more about our services and volunteer opportunities on our website, lifecenterlittleton.org. Here's the deal. Channel Mom is made for 
are moms because moms have one of the most important jobs on the planet. We serve you through the media like our radio show and podcast and YouTube channel with helpful interviews and advice. We do outreach from others through churches, speaking events, channel mom coffees, and now in prisons and for moms dealing with homelessness. We'd love to serve you or have you volunteer with us because moms need to be honored. So tell us if you need a speaker or help from our outreach or just want to become a partner to keep Channel Mom thriving for moms at ChannelMom.com. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Yes, we are here for you. And I do hope that today's show can be a blessing to you. I know every mom I know wants to make the right decision for herself and for her children and often more for her child than than for herself. Moms are unselfish that way. And so I do hope that Dr. Egerich is giving you some directives and some ideas today about how we go before God as, as we're trying to, to choose a path for life. I do want to let you know that he has allowed us to you, to bring on two of his books to give away to brand new sponsors who want to join us in Blessing a Mom in Prison or Blessing a Mom in a Homeless Shelter who's trying to transition and make a new life for herself and her children. Just $20 for the mom transitioning out of homelessness and $15 for the mom who's in prison. All you got to do is call 303-873-1935 and becoming that monthly sponsor or just doing it one time. You're going to get Dr. Emmerich's book, uh, Dr. Emmerich's, Dr. Egerich's book, The Four Wills of God, which I think everybody needs to know. Everybody needs to know this um, as they approach their lives and try to make decisions. So please call and you can get his book as a free gift, 303-873-1935. And you'd be blessing Channel Mom and all the moms who are trying to serve like you, like you. We all need help. Okay, so welcome back to Dr. Egerich. He is the author of the best-selling book called Love and Respect and also the author of a brand new book called The Four Wills of God. Two couple things. I want to I let the moms know that you do you lay them out. You've got four wills, and I'm not going to go through them all because you kind of want moms to, to get them in the book, but one of them has to do with our sexual behavior. One of them has to do with how we relate to God and how we submit to what he wants from us, and, and we've been focusing on the Thanksgiving piece. That's another one of the wills is, is learning to have thanks and everything. How did you come about this? I, I think moms are going to identify with the story of Joy, your daughter, Joy, was, was trying to make a decision about uh, making a move or not making a move, and I just don't know what God wants. I just don't know what God wants, and I think so many moms are there. Like, how do I move forward? How, how do I make a decision about some serious stuff? Like, I could be dealing with a disease or they could be dealing with finances or, or a looming divorce or something, and they think, I don't know how to know the will of God. How did you talk Joy through this in, in teaching her the four wills? Well, a couple thoughts on Joy, but also Sarah had a double mastectomy, my wife, and so uh, even you got down on your knees and gave thanks. And I think Sarah has modeled that her commitment to First Thessalonians 5.18 and everything gives thanks for this is God's will for you. But sometimes when we're in circumstances like your health issues or Sarah. You know, we can't control that. We want God to heal us, but he may or may not. And what, what, what is God's will for me in this situation? Lord, what, what are you trying to do? Well, sometimes there is a silence. At the same time, I don't know what triggered you getting down on your knees and giving thanks to God, but when people are willing to act on these four wills in humility and because we love God and know he loves us, things begin to happen. There may not be healing. But the Lord does not ignore this, and so I want to just reiterate what we said before. But now, back to our daughter Joy, the funny story there is she was trying to decide whether she would move from L.A. to Portland, Oregon, where her friends were moving, and she was trying to discern whether God wanted her to do that. And I said, well, what criteria are you using? She was in her 20s, and she said, well, I've been praying about going to Oregon, and Dad, I'm here in L.A., California, and I've been seeing so many license plates uh, with Oregon license plates. I've been seeing Oregon license plates all over the place. So I said, so in other words, you see that as a sign that God wants you to, to move to Oregon. She said, well, yeah. 
I said, well, honey, let's start looking for Ohio license plates. <laughs> you're you're going to see what you look for. And the whole idea of the fleece is you better have, uh, you know, that goes both ways. You try one first day, and then the, we, we, we put out fleeces. So often we set up these criteria, and if it doesn't work out, well, we, we, you know, we just ignore it. If it does work out, then we take that to mean that God wants us to do that. And there's so much more. Uh, it's, it's far easier. We don't have to do this. I said to her, these four wheels, I went down, I put it in bags. Are you believing in Jesus Christ? I used an acronym called BAGS, B-A-G-S. Mm-hmm. It's just because it worked out that way. Are you abstaining from sexual impurity? Are you giving thanks in everything? And are you submitted in doing what is right? BAGS. Believe in Jesus Christ, John six forty. Are you giving, are you abstaining from sexual sin? That is First Thessalonians 4, 3. Are you giving thanks in everything? First Thessalonians 5, 18. And are you submitted in doing what is right? First Peter 2, verses 13 through 15. And I pointed out to her, we begin here. There's more to God's will than this. But I said, honey, if you're doing these four, are you? And then she went down to me, yeah, Dad. I said, you're free to go to Portland. You're free to stay in L.A. You're free to go to Portland and move back to L.A. If your conscience is clear and you're continuing to do these four, there's more to God's leading of you than this. But I believe this. If you're touching the heart of God by doing these things, He's going to direct your steps. Relax. How can you miss the will of God when you are trusting Christ actively, walking in moral purity, giving thanks to Him, and doing what is right? You are touching the heart of Christ so deeply that you can make your decisions. You can go door A, you can go door B. I believe this, that the Lord does direct our steps. But when He doesn't, we're free to direct our own, given that we're acting at least on these four. Yeah. We need to understand that you're free. You are free. The teaching of freedom in the New Testament was so overwhelming that they had to say, don't use your freedom as license for sin. The Jews came out from under legalism. They were now free to eat meat or not eat meat. They were so free that the problem now was they were using their freedom as license to indulge in things that they shouldn't have. Yeah, and I'm, I'm saying to people, you are free just do these four and watch what happens. And I Go want, ahead, I'm sorry. No, it's all right. Yeah, I want people to hear the freedom. I want moms to hear the freedom in your message because I think moms having the, the you know, rare responsibility of raising our next generation and thinking, you know, the world is depending on me to raise this baby well, as is God. Their decisions, there's so much that hangs in the balance when they're making decisions for themselves and their children, and they, they don't feel free. They think, oh, how do I know that I'm making this decision the right way? And you say, okay, let's look at the BAGS acronym, which is beautiful, and, and follow it. If you're just coming before God, attempting to do His will in this way, then move forward. As long as you're not acting out of this move forward and by the way we all make mistakes we all sin we all do things outside of it but but you're saying let's at least make a good faith effort to follow these wills and good things can happen uh, so i well, love it's it very important yeah well it's very important hebrews i wrote a book love and respect in the family and uh my as i point out my phd is in family studies and so hebrews talks about the fact that parents fathers in particular do what seems best seems best. Let me repeat that one more time. Seems best. There's a subjective element to parenting. Yeah. We don't have an absolute formula. There are principles that we have to live by, and you can't control the outcomes in your children. You can only live in such a way that they ultimately want to choose your faith and values. Yeah. We want to control them, and we do as toddlers, but there comes a point when you can't be a helicopter mom. 24-7, you can't be over them. And so eventually you have to live a certain way that your children say, I want what you have. And if you are actively trusting Christ in a way that's positive, you are giving thanks 
you are walking in moral purity. You are doing what is right, and, and God is respond to you personally, your children are going to respond to you at some point in their late teens, early 20s. They're going to come back around. Now, that doesn't mean that there aren't specific things we have to do. I talk in detail about that. But one of the liberating things for Sarah and me was, hey, look, first and foremost, I've got to do what God wants me to do in relationship to my, my children. He's using my children in my life to conform me to Christ-likeness. And if I just am humble in doing what God wants me to do in relationship to my children, I have to believe that in the long run, they're going to respond. Yeah. And this is so liberating. It is. So liberating. And to me, that is everything. The, the most moving times in my life is when I've seen my children turn around and make what was my faith their own and have a relationship with God and, and believe in Christ and, and act that way. Yay. There's nothing better. There's no, a straight A's report card, whatever. There's nothing better than that. So we got to let you go, but how do people find you in the book, Dr. E? Well, they can go to love and respect.com. L O V E A N D R E S P E C T.com. Yeah. And they can uh, find more information on our website. We yes. would love to encourage every mom there. We're four. For you, do not move into shame. Do not hear this message as shame. Oh, I blew it again. I don't even do the will of God right. Stop it. Yeah. Just start again. The Lord is for you. And uh, But be liberated. This is so liberating. I'm so excited about the four wills and what it's done to countless people over the years. Amen. I, I so enjoy having you on the show. God bless you, Sarah, and your family, your kids, etc. cetera. Uh, you're a blessing. So thanks for being on the show with us again, Dr. E. Thanks, Jenny. All right, take care. Okay, so just so you know, you can get his book, The Four Wills of God, as a free gift. Uh, if you become a new sponsor, you can only, you can do it, you know, monthly, or you can just do it one uh, month alone, and that is to sponsor a mom coming out of homelessness to help her and her children transition out of homelessness. Only $20, and you can get Dr. E's book as a free gift, or you can choose to help a mom in prison. We're going into prisons to rebuild these moms and let them know that they can parent well in prison or when they get out of prison. Just $15 for them. If you become a new sponsor, you can win Dr. Eggridge's book, 303-873-1935. Please call 303-873-1935. Moms, thanks for all you do. God bless you. I hope you're looking forward to the new year. You can make a difference for the world by the way in which you raise your children. Thanks for all you do. God bless you and happy new year. If you enjoy what you hear on Channel Mom Radio, and if you believe the media should be doing more to support moms and encourage families, then why don't you come alongside the efforts of Channel Mom? We'd like to offer you our partner package today. We'll send you a Channel Mom's Best Tips for Moms, as well as a beautiful bling t-shirt when you sign up to be a partnering monthly donor at ChannelMom.com. We live in a world that demeans the importance of moms and belittles the value of family. Research shows the family is breaking down in America, but Channel Mom aims to stop the family breakdown, starting with the moms. We depend on our donors to help us, to put this show on the air, and to do outreach for mothers on the ground, supporting them in their parenting, marriages, addiction issues, and more. So become a Channel Mom partner today and be a part of the change you want to see for mothers and families. Just go to ChannelMom.com and click on Give to CM, and you'll see our Donate button there. From the moms at Channel Mom, thank you, and may God bless each mom and her family.